Good morning. Good morning, Colin Governor. Colin Governor is the Managing Director of Ultron Carabina. And we're thrilled to have you on board today because there's a lot we need to talk about. And really interestingly, quite atypical to the way in which Tech Central podcasts have been listened to and conducted in the past, today's conversation is less about product and services and a bit more about people. More from you, please, Colin. James, thanks for having me on board. I really appreciate it. Hoping that our conversation today inspires somebody, gives somebody some hope, and in some way creates an opportunity for somebody to learn something. I love that. Where do we start? Because we've heard that Ultron Caribbean is having a new beginning. What does that mean? So James, maybe just to give a bit of history around Ultron Caribbean, where we come from. I mean, what role have I played in the last little period? Uh, a little bit of background there. And then I want to share something quite personal that I think connects to where we find ourselves. Well, we very much so, look forward to hearing it. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Cool. So, so Ultron Caribbean has been around for more than 20 years, largely been in the Microsoft space in the past. It was founded by a guy by the name of Grant Van Deval. The business was doing exceptionally well, largely known for BI solutions. Yes. The, you know, the, the business intelligence area. We acquired Ultron Carabina in 2018. And when we acquired them, man, were they doing exceptionally well. And we were really excited about the growth opportunity that Carabina would bring into our mix. We didn't have a strong Microsoft arm as Altron. And we brought the business on board. Unfortunately, within the first six months of them joining, a key customer of theirs, which accounted for 30% of their revenue, went through some difficult times and that revenue dried up overnight. Oh, that must uh, you have been know, cat- catastrophic. Yeah. Yes, you all know. I mean, something like that is structural, mm. right? Mm. Unfortunately, the business did not make the changes that were required. You know, basic things like reduce your cost, go and focus on sales, try and get back to some level of profitability, no matter how gut-wrenching it is to lose a customer of that nature. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. So mm. Carabina then posted two years of disappointing losses. I mean, it was well publicized in the press and got some really, really bad press around it because it was a company that was doing exceptionally well. So I took over the business in January of last year. Prior to that, interesting enough, I was the group CIO and group shared services executive here at Altron. So I've been around for five years within the group. Okay, so you, you, know, you, kind of you, you know the environment. Know the environment. So to connect dots within the group made it a little bit easier. But what was interesting for me, just at an experience level, I mean, I've always been in the consulting game. I've been in IT for about 25 years. And the bulk of my experience has been on the service provider side back to a customer. Okay. That stint I had at group as the group CIO actually put me in the customer shoes. You know, what are some of those things? You go to the board to go and motivate for investment. You Mm. have to drive your costs down completely. You have to figure out a way to squeeze your service providers to make sure that you reduce your cost overall. So it prepared me in a way that, you know, for me, it's serendipitous, right? For the job that I had to take on. That customer centricity is something that Ultron has always been renowned for. Absolutely. And so joining the business, trying to figure out where the problems were. And frankly, there were a few issues that we needed to solve. What were some of those issues? You know, the business was quite complicated in the way that it was set up. So we simplified the structure. The second thing that we brought in is we reduced some of the costs that were associated with the overhead of the business. Uh, The third very important thing is our relationship with Microsoft. We really looked at that business, at our business, and traditionally we've actually had a bit of a weird relationship with Microsoft. But weird, right? Because we're a Microsoft partner. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Define weird. (laughs) 
where it was a bit, it wasn't synced. I mean, if you want to okay. grow and Microsoft's growing at these rates, why not just sync with them and kind of align with what they're doing going forward, right? Sure. And so that's effectively what we did. We invested, we put some good people in there. And of course, we changed the structure of the organization, brought some fresh blood in. There were some amazing people here already. We just needed to augment them with some strong enterprise experience and kind of stabilize things from a project and governance point of view. Okay. And, uh, so, and Colin, Colin, what I very much understand about Ultron Carabina is modernizing digital transformation change, ultimately change. It sounds like you went through a lot of change. What brought about the, you know, apart from the business imperatives, I know that there's a deep-seated personal connection you have to change and why that change came about and how you personally, with your very strong new team, were able to deliver that change? Look, I think the first thing is I wear my heart on my sleeve, okay? okay. Openness, honesty, transparency, it's just part and parcel of who I am and how I'm organized. And that was the first thing I brought to the organization at a cultural level. And frankly, here's what's interesting, is the people in our business did not know we were making losses. I mean, that will tell you a story on its own. Yeah. If the people don't know what's going on, they're not going to be able to plow and put things into play. And it's been a difficult change for us, difficult cultural shift. You know, coming out of a point of failure, and to kind of find a way to fight through and actually deliver exceptional results. I mean, we've just closed off our financial year now. Yeah. We're in a closed period. What I can share with you is, you know, we've had a spectacular year, an unbelievably spectacular year. So we've grown above the market and we've gone and grabbed 30% of market share of our competitors out there. That's so brilliant. It's been, a, it's been a good run for us. I mean, mm. The business is back to profitability. And you want to talk about sustainability. For me, there's two indicators in the business that talk to sustainability. Okay. How good are your people feeling? And yep. we've had our employee engagement score really, really jump. And the second one is our customer engagement score, which is something called uh, net promoter score. Gotcha. And we've been had a dramatic improvement in that as well. So that talks to people being engaged, mm. your customer being engaged and kind of playing stuff through. Maybe just to segue into my personal story, because it links back to some of the changes and what we experienced in the last year. My son <laughs> turned 18 in January. Congratulations. Uh, Big milestone yeah, in one's you. life. Yeah, I, did, I didn't think he was going to make it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it's a big milestone. And, you know, as a dad, and, and he's my son, you know, it's, a, it's like a real good connection and important thing for us. So I started to talk to him at the middle of last year, you know, just what do you want to do for your birthday? I mean, yeah. it's 18. I mean, of course, they say the normal stuff, big party, want to go mm. out partying, big, you know, thing with his friends or some trip or whatever the case yeah. may be. The yachts in Ibiza. Eh? Oh, yeah, whatever. You know, all these <laughs> weird things. I mean, things I don't understand. And I said to him, Andrew, you know, Andrew's my, my son's name. And I said to him, listen, dude, I don't think that's what we should be doing here because I reflected on my own life. I never had the opportunity when I was growing up to transition from being a boy into a man. I kind of had to learn things intuitively. My dad passed away when I was 14. So I never really had a strong male figure in my life, right? And it's a story of so many people in this country and around the world where that transition is not managed properly or curated properly. Okay. So I pitched an idea to him. I said to him, listen, dude, why don't we go away for two days? Why don't you pick some people to come share the time with us. And what's the logic behind it? Your dad doesn't know everything. As much as I would love to admit that I do, 
your dad doesn't know everything. There's lots of people around us that are much better at certain things. Mm. And of course, you know them. Pick six people, strong figures that you believe can sow into your life. And so we went away and at night number one, what we asked each person to do was share their story. Lovely. Share their I love life it. Experience. Mm. Share their life experience, share what was important to them and share with Andrew what were their core lessons and how they've gone through life and navigated life and what's the core advice that they would give him. Andrew had to shut up. He couldn't say a word. He had okay. to just listen. Just, just listen. listen. Just listen. Something 18-year-olds are possibly not the best at doing. Exactly. So there lies another lesson, right? So on night number two, what he was tasked then to do was to play back to each of those people around the table. What did he learn? What were the nuggets of wisdom that he took? And what was he grateful for? And what would he carry forward? It was an amazing spiritual experience. I mean, I still get goosebumps talking about it because it was such a special time. He still talks about it. You know, it's something that's in his memory. It's going to serve him well into the future. But if I take a step back. That that, that sounds like a lovely gift. You know, turning 18, you gave him something. I mean, you can give them, you know, uh, glasses. You can give them a new computer. You can give them a PS5. Sure. But this stuff will stay with them forever. Lovely. uh, Lovely story. so his mom, of course, was very upset because she wasn't there. But anyway, that's a different discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of so, very influential people that were there that represented the family. Absolutely. Okay, good. So what was interesting through that is we set this thing up as something for Andrew. But what I didn't realize was what an incredible experience it was for everybody around the table, including myself. I sat there listening to other people's story. It was such a deep vulnerable space that we had created and to hear people's stories and to learn from what they have gone through as well it was actually a source of healing and a source of learning for everyone around that table and that was not something that we had planned for curated or whatever but mm. it was just an amazing opportunity and if i bring it back to our business mm. when we drove back i chatted to andrew i debriefed with some of the guys afterwards and I'm a little bit of a reflector, a little bit of a deep reflector on things. Things just don't happen. I'm not a, I'm not a flippant kind of, you know, off the fly kind of person. I like to do things deliberately. If I'm going to do it, do it well. And so I reflected on the experience that we had. And uh, what was interesting is, you know, overwhelmingly, every single person around that table, one of the best pieces of advice they kept giving Andrew was, life is flipping hard. Yeah. Life is flipping hard. And you are going to fail. You are going to hit obstacles. You are not going to find a way through things, but you've got to find the strength in the midst of that irritation, that disappointment, that Mm. failure, Mm. to find a way to break through. And they all shared their own versions of what one could do. And I sat there and I listened to them and, you know, I reflected on them. And and I also brought my own experience into it. And and in this last year, you know, we've taken... Carabina from really being on the fringes to something where I say to you, Ultron Carabina is back. Awesome. We have created a solid platform as a business. We're doing amazing work in our customers. Our employees are engaged. We've shown the financial results. And now we're now taking those lessons learned that we have. And, and maybe, James, maybe I can just share some of those lessons learned you know, yeah, through this. Please. And I'd love to know how you tied that personal experience back into the workplace 
in an expected way, in the way in which it was well yeah. received by your other stakeholders that you shared this with? Absolutely. The first thing was, I mean, we set up this initiation experience for my son to get counsel from people. Yeah. And one of the things that came through as a strong theme was always seek counsel. When you're faced with fear, when you're faced with failure, when you're faced with a difficult situation, always seek counsel. And I can tell you through my personal journey here in the business, we brought in everybody. Everybody's important in this business. There's, it's not just the leadership team. There are strong consultants in this business that have been around for a long time. We've had our customers consult with us to say, guys, you are doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. Why don't you consider this? And to open ourselves up in a vulnerable way to create the opportunity for people and our customers and our partners to sow into us to say, what is it that we need to do to fix a situation? Mm. So the first thing to do is seek counsel. There's That's a strong parallel. Yeah. That True collaboration with all the stakeholders. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. The second thing that was that came through around this was always about put a plan together. Yeah. So don't just let stuff happen to you. Don't be a victim of your circumstance. Try and do something about it. So, you know, if I bring it back to the AK business, when we started the year off, you know, we were not profitable, low employee engagement, low customer engagement, sales was not coming in through the door, and we were complicated. So we took each one of those items and we went, okay, what are we going to do about each one of these things? And I can tell you personally, it felt overwhelming at that point in time, mm. really overwhelming to try and fix it. But we put a plan against it and we said, these are the five things we're going to do against each one of them. And we went off and we executed against it. The linked thing to that is it's one thing to put the plan together. What about execution? I mean, mm. we're in a country with one of the best constitutions in the world, but we lack execution against the principles. Great plans and all of these things. And I think, frankly, there's a disease around these things, right? That mm. we put these brilliant plans together, but we don't execute. Mm. So putting that execution plan in place and tracking it is imperative. One of the things I did in the business in this last year is let's say there was a particular problem in a project. I would take that project and I would go and deep dive it. And I would keep it on the radar for six weeks. It would be the most irritating thing for the people involved with it, for me to be involved and be in there and to figure out what was going on. Mm. But then as it started to stabilize, I would then break out of it. Three months later, I would go and deep dive again to find out what's going on. So what was happening with that is the muscle memory of the business was starting to be built around making sure that these things, you're not about building fear. It's not about creating fear. Sure. It's about solving the problem. Okay. You allowed the execution, but you also came in to do the tracking or sort of the tracking yourself, which is interesting. Absolutely. The thing around it also is accountability. Sure. You know, I think it's easy for people to point fingers and find reasons for why things are the way they are, but it really is about creating accountability. The last two things that are linked together for me as lessons that came out of it, and it came out strongly in Andrew's initiation as well, was continue to cultivate hope through yes. difficult circumstances. Lovely. So in our business, any of these difficult projects, I actually create a platform for that team to come and share on a monthly basis in an open forum in our tunnels around the lessons learned from it. Not that they must be treated as pariahs, not that they, oh, those guys are screwing up. No, what are the key lessons learned that we've got that comes through mm -hmm. in it? And the thing linked to that for me is continuing to reinforce the vision. 
And our vision and our purpose is around delivering innovation that matters. So in everything that we do, in how we show up at a customer, mm. in all these lessons learned that I've shared with you, it's really about how do we end up delivering that purpose of delivering innovation that matters. And every opportunity I get with the leadership team is to really try and do that. I mean, the last thing I want to share about this, James, is that the connection around personal and business for me, I think in previous lives, my life's philosophy is life is interconnected. There are lessons to be learned wherever you are. You can learn lessons at work that you can apply in life, lessons in life that you can apply in work. And being this authentic self, being able to share vulnerably about what it is that you are going through and those lessons learned, I think is the core thing around building leadership capability and capacity in this country and largely about us being our authentic selves. Staying true to your ambitions, having a plan, putting that in place and understanding how you're going to execute it as humans, not as process, not as automation, not as robotics. It's fascinating to hear. And I think that a lot of what you've brought from your personal experiences into the workplace will also make you more of a human to the people that you work with. And I don't just mean within Ultra and Carabina. I think all the stakeholders, the relationships you talked about with Microsoft and others definitely will come to the fore in a more personal way, which I think has been missing in many of our yes. organizations. Thank you very much yes. for sharing that story. Thanks very much, James. Thanks for the opportunity to share with you and the listeners. Yeah. Thank you very much. Colin Gumder from Ultron Carabina. It's me, James Erasmus from Tech Central. We're signing off for a beautiful day here in sunny South Africa. Enjoy the rest of your day and may 2022 be a superb year. Thank you very much, Colin. Thanks, James.